Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. So I have lied to you all again countless times but which one is it this time so i had said that i was going to be on episode 17 of the hard move and then last week i told you i was going to be on episode 19 of the hard move uh, i did receive a message from him wednesday morning that i was on episode 18 of the hard move so if you would like to hear me uh talk with them about powered by the apocalypse and specifically the way that we use act under pressure i'm on episode 18 of the hard move. Nice. And it's not going to change this time because it's been published. I've heard part of it. So it exists. Awesome. Happy birthday, Rev. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Couple days late. Everybody came to your birthday. That was nice. That was real nice. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Though, no, we, we had a good time, though, at your birthday party. Yeah. Like we went to, where was it called? Bad Axe. Yeah. Bad Axe, downtown Indianapolis. Uh, and they have these lanes where we get to throw axes at boards. It was fun as hell. Yeah. Put us in two lanes and kind of had teams and competitions. It was a lot of fun. I kind of had the sensation when we first got there. I was like, oh, is this going to be like a overly masculine thing where the person teaching us is going to be like, well, you got to square up your shoulders and think hairy thoughts. <laughs> but the guy who was our instructor was super cool and spent most of the time dancing to pop music yeah. in the background. Yeah, did a lot of Fortnite dances to celebrate He things. did, he did. Yeah. Yeah, actually, we found out once we got there and I saw who it was. It was uh, someone that I had worked with years ago on a show. Uh, I thought it was one of my former students, but he was like, no, you weren't teaching there yet. It was like the year before you started teaching. And I said, don't correct me. <laughs> <laughs> it's my birthday. If you'd been my student, you'd know that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it was a lot of fun. We have a couple of videos of people's throws, but for some reason we took all of our videos and our photos in the first hour when we were learning and real bad, and then none when we were all doing really well. So we'll have to go again at some point and take care to document. We should probably create a Powered by the Apocalypse game based on axe throwing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And what, it's just all the trick shots that we saw? Like, sure. All right, this class exclusively does the cornhole throw. This, this does class, the Paul Bunyan. Yeah, it does the Paul Bunyan prayer. This class does the hitchhiker. Very one-trick ponies, all of them. <laughs> Add it to the whiteboard under the other games that we're making. Yeah. It's on there. We're up to... Ooh, 17 now. Yep. Boy, we got a lot of ground to make up. I feel like some of these are repeats. Like, <laughs> axe throwing game sounds a lot like... Hatchet game. <laughs> yeah. Hatchet, hatchet game seems like it's going to overlap a lot with axe game. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. There's a lot of overlap. Though. It's true. I'm pretty confident that Monster of the Month is going to be really good when it comes out. <laughs> Rachel posted last week the video of us all trying the werewolf serum. And by request, we do have the recipe... Uh, there is a shot version of it, and there is also a sipping version of it. Uh, Rachel has that. She will be, uh, she's created a really cool graphic of it. So she will share that if you feel like making your own werewolf serum at home, which it seems a number of you do, which good on you. Um, <laughs> yeah, good we luck. Did, we did get a request that 
whenever someone uses it in game, they have to use it in life, which I assume means TJ will be dead in two or three episodes. <laughs> I'm going to take what we have left over to C2E2, and then I'm probably going to make a batch for Dragon Con uh, and get, what is that, that 50-pack of syringe shots. Oh, my just Yeah, God. I was going to say, how much do those, like, plunger Not things much. cost? Yeah, so it'll, that'll be fun. Uh, so, yeah, that recipe will be up uh, this week if it's not up already. And that's the danger of recording this a few days early. It could be up already. We should take a bunch of werewolf serum and go throw axes again. Oh, God. That'll be the first time I drink alcohol. And the first time his axe drinks blood. <laughs> <laughs> so you were all standing in TJ's subterranean turtle lair, and you have had <laughs> these visions. What would you like to do now? I think we need to do a little research on this one, actually. We've got kind of some specific images. Jake seems to know precisely what the monster is, but we don't really know what that means. So if there's anything we can do to help us along, I'd like to do that. All right. Who's going to do the research? I think I should probably do the research considering I have a pretty good sharp, but also because I'm super smart. You're the science guy. I'm the science guy. Science this thing. I'm going to science the hell out of this. All right. Roll investigate a mystery. You got it. Uh, that is and seven and four is 11. Seven and four. Yeah, he did the math weird. He took one die, added his bonus, and then <laughs> added the other die. Oh, okay. I was like, why is he giving himself a plus four? All right, so you get a whole two. <laughs> um, well, we already said what kind of creature it is, but what can it do? It can do many things. It can create little portals. It can become invisible. It can possess objects and items. It can travel through reflections. Ooh. Oh, that's a spooky one. So we should definitely not have mirrors on us at any time. I guess uh, the research would probably lead me to believe I could get their motives going on. So what was it going to do? Uh, they're there just to cause chaos. Oh, no. Okay. So they can possess things. Literally any object we come across could be a gremlin. That's pretty cool. Good, good. Mm -hmm. um, maybe we just break all the reflective surfaces we see as soon as we see them so that they can't travel through them. Oh, boy. I've always, always wanted to go into a store and just start breaking things. So this is this is real bucket list stuff, guys. I'm excited about this one. And the great thing is we could always just blame it on the gremlins. I mean, who's going to like no? It's true. What were the other ones? What else can it do? Uh, it can teleport, like uh, create portals, I guess. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I saw that sort of image of you getting sucked into something, so that ain't great. I don't know how to counter that one exactly. I guess we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. And then them turning invisible. Yeah, you've got magic eyes now and you've got heat goggles. So mm -hmm. hopefully that'll kind of stop them. I won't be able to see them, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. Well... We're at least prepared for what they can do, and uh, on top of that, I think we should do what we mostly do and make it up as we go. Okay. Fight chaos with chaos. That's right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to jump ahead. We find the three of you. It is about 11 o'clock at night, standing outside of this toy store. Has it been, like, caution taped off? Is this a crime scene already? Yes. Okay. Is it? sealed up tight or, or is there a window broken is the door busted open anything uh no mm. well that's about to change <laughs> <laughs> um how is it shut is it like like i want to walk up to the door and see if it's just got a turnkey lock or if there's like a chain with a padlock around the handle or it's like a sliding like you'd step on it and it would slide open but it doesn't okay i'm gonna wedge my fingers in the gap and try and pry that door open all right. I don't think it takes anything for you to do that. And you hear an alarm. 
fair? <laughs> I'm just going to look at them and go, oops. <laughs> I don't think that gets you anything. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, TJ, can you shut this down somehow? Uh, I can try. Um, I'd have to look for the, the central like alarm box thing, which is exactly how I describe it because I don't know what it's called <laughs> in real life. Um, where, so, yeah, where would it be? Uh, probably back in like management offices or something. All right. We have to traverse the gremlin infested toy store to get to the room where the alarm is to shut it off. All right. Quarterback sneak. Let's get him in. Yeah. So uh, I guess we're just going to go in full tilt. All right. So uh, explain to me how everybody's setup is. What are you carrying? What do you got? I've got the spear out and I am uh, behind TJ. Okay. And you're wearing the harness? Yes. And you don't have a flashlight? Correct. Okay. I have um, my backpack. I've got my electro blaster. I've got my goggles set to night vision. I've got my hammer and I guess I'm kind of not leading, kind of flanking TJ. No flashlight. Is there a reason we're not doing flashlights? Just to not draw more attention? I'm just holding a spear. Yeah, he's got a two-handed weapon, so. How hard is it to see in here? I mean, it's dark. It's Is it just pitch-ass black? Yeah. Then flashlight. All right, so Jake, you are going to try to lead the group through the toy store to try to find the office. So roll, act under pressure. 11. Nice. All right, so you guys are inside, and it doesn't take long. Uh, Jake is able to point his flashlight up and see the sign for the office, and luckily it is one of those toy stores that has the front office between the two front doors, so it is right there. Oh, good. What kind of door is this one? The regular door. Okay, I'm just going to try and force it open. Uh, yeah, so uh, roll no limits. Nine. All right, so what is your side effect? Minus one forward. Okay. So you break the door open, and inside is a desk, and in the corner there is a box with a red flashing light. Gotcha. I'm going to go ahead and try and disable it using engineering. All right, roll it. While he's doing that, I'm standing in the doorway facing out into the dark building, and I'm going to try to activate my sight. Okay. Nine. You need more time to study it, choose to fix or break it now with unknown side effects, or take more time. Which would you like to do? I will go ahead, because it's kind of urgent, to go ahead and knock it out right now. Roll luck. Drat. Oh boy, um, six? <laughs> the fire alarm starts to go off. <laughs> when you knock out this, uh, there's a spark and some smoke, and you realize that you have set an electrical feedback back through the wires and it has set off the fire alarm and water starts to come down inside the building. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, God, I hope this isn't anything like the movie <laughs> or we're effed in the, <laughs> or we're effed in the A on Saturday. <laughs> so, Tass, uh, you are looking out and all of a sudden you see water start to pour down and the alarm seems to get louder, but change in tempo and tone. Uh-huh. And uh, there are a couple of white lights that start to pulse around the building. Yep. Good. Good. Okay. I feel like this is a wash. Maybe we get out of here and observe emergency services as they do their thing and protect them if we have to or just come in after they're done. Man, I don't like that because that just opens up these things to attack regular people coming in here. All right. I mean, they're going to attack us when they get here, probably. I don't think some firemen are just going to full tilt attack us. We Look. hope. <laughs> yeah, I will cross You are that. a stranger. 
strapped with six guns. Well, they don't know that from out there. <laughs> I think oh, I think the police will be shortly behind. I mean, the police are already probably on their way. Which means, let's hurry. Cool. I'd rather put myself on the line than put these innocent people in the path of some monsters. So let's look for these monsters, bruh. Uh, is the, the, the security office, is it getting like wrecked by this water it is getting rained on currently do i have time to roll it back and see if i see any gremlins on film uh there is not like security camera footage oh yeah there aren't cameras oh okay well i mean that's actually good for us then (laughs) (laughs) let's just go out there then let's just go make ourselves a target kill some gremlins (laughs) all right so describe to me exactly what you guys are doing i am going to walk out there i think we should each take an aisle (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't like that nope <laughs> uh, sure don't um no i think we should should like stay grouped up but basically snake some aisles and anything reflective we see smash it and i mean just wait until we see one okay hey, let's torch this whole place <laughs> there. well there's too much water now oh that's right it's like trying to light green wood yeah <laughs> there are 14 aisles, they split in the middle, Uh, so essentially there are 28 short aisles, 14 rows of two. Do we want to go down that middle aisle and sort of flashlight down both sides? Sure. Just kind of back to back? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're just walking down and shining flashlights down the aisle to see if you see anything? Yep, for the moment. Yeah, I assume you guys are flashlighting and I'm just kind of still watching behind or in front of us. I think I would have to give my flashlight to TJ or else I'm not going to be able to like focus on trying to see with my sight and hold the spear. But you're a spotter. Yes. So you two are spotters and I'm just kind of like playing defense still. Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So you're not looking for anything. Uh, I am looking for law enforcement. So I'm keeping an eye out for flashing lights and listening for sirens and things. Okay. So you roll sharp. And you two roll investigate a mystery. Okay. And don't forget you have a minus one forward, Jake. Doesn't matter, but that does turn it into a three. (laughs) I have an 11 in investigate a mystery. Okay. I'm so glad that somebody didn't outright fail. Technically hard five, but I do have a minus one sharp now. All right. Uh, So TJ, you get a hold two. What is being concealed here? You guys get to the end of the rows and off to your left, TJ, you see a doll walking down the aisle and then hopping onto a shelf. Could I tell what kind of doll it was? Uh, You think it was a Raggedy Ann doll. Guys, I think I see something and I'm pointing down the aisle. All right, let's go. Uh, Look for Raggedy Ann, maybe. And I'll start moving that direction. Okay. So you guys start to head down this aisle. And sure enough, you get about halfway down and there is a Raggedy Ann doll on the shelf. That's it right there. Um, I'll just, God, grab it and rip it in half. Stuffing pours out onto the ground. All right. Well, I expected something different. I don't think we got one here. Right. Uh, Maybe they can just possess them and then leave them... Whenever they want, honestly. It's not like they turn into it, I think. Uh, Okay, kind of flashlight up and down this row, and I'm going to go where you light and try to see if there's anything hiding. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to do that. And I'll try my sight again. Okay, roll investigate a mystery. Uh, That's a nine. Oh, that would have been a ten. Dang it. You get a hold one. I, I mean, I don't think I have much other than what's being concealed here. So you turn around the corner and you start to go down this other aisle and you turn your sight on and it is like you are looking at a coliseum. You see invisible figures everywhere. There must be 
70 or 80 of them and they are perched on shelves they are hanging from the ceiling they are laying on the floor and they are just watching you oh no what's up they're everywhere they're literally everywhere as you say that some of them start to get up and look at each other and start to kind of <laughs> and they start climbing towards toys i want to light a molotov cocktail and <laughs> Turn the corner to whatever aisle he's in and just ask him to point at a spot and I want to lob a Molotov cocktail at it. Okay. Uh, roll act under pressure. Point of order. When did you get a Molotov cocktail? We've had them I forever. Got, I got two when we were going through the Verkalakis thing and I didn't use them. Yeah. Wow. Nine. All right. So you can throw this down the aisle and it's either not going to spread very far because it is constant water falling from the sky or it's going to hit a shelf instead of the floor that Tass has pointed at or the light from it is going to blind TJ since he has his night vision goggles on. I know which one I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. (laughs) I'm going to let it. It's going to blind TJ. Uh, So TJ, you have a minus one ongoing until you can find a way to clear your eyes. Uh, The fire hits the ground, and Tash, you see all of these invisible creatures scatter, and some of them seem to notice the heat, uh, but they don't seem to be affected by it. Oh, like they're sort of like in the fire, but it's not particularly doing much? Correct. Oh, dang it. Um, I'm going to... Who's in there? Shit my pants. (laughs) You hear from the front of the building. Damn it. I just want to get us out of here, but this guy's going to walk in here and get murdered. I'm going to shush them, and I'm going to put my hammer in the pocket dimension, put my hands up, and I'm going to walk out to where I can see whoever's talking. Yeah, and as you start to walk forward, you notice that there are red and blue and white lights flashing all over the parking lot. Fair. And uh, there is a man standing there with an axe, uh, and there are a couple other figures behind him with hoses, and then you can see a couple of officers off to the side. Um, hi, sorry, my name's Jake. I was sent to figure out what's going on with people dying here, and boy, I just made a real mess of it when I got in here. I'm sorry, I I didn't mean to call you guys, waste your time, but I I accidentally set off the thing. One of the cops' shoulders passed. What's your name? Jake. Jake what? Pearly. Who do you work for? You might have seen me on television. I'm kind of a free agent, but I I fight bad things. Roll luck. Uh, nine. The officer, she lowers her gun a little bit. Oh, yeah? Where's your hammer? I just snatch it out of nothingness. All right. Everybody stand down. Back up. She makes her way inside just a little bit. I'll offer a hand to shake. And she shakes it. Uh, again, I'm I'm real sorry, you guys. I just, you know, I've, I've heard that some nasty things were going on around here. Thought that I might be able to take care of it. Do you guys have any leads? Do you guys have any thoughts on what's been going on in here? Other than the reports that we've gotten that toys are killing people, no. Well, I mean, I, I think that's accurate. That's weird, I know, but this is a pretty dangerous spot to be in. I'd hate for any of you guys to come to harm. If it's okay, you can kind of hang back and observe and, and let me work. And, you know, if you want to step in, you can. I just, I don't want any of you guys to get hurt, but I'd like to take a look around and see what I can do here. Yeah, all right. Um, uh, you're lucky I was at that ice cream store that day. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody else on the force that would buy your shit, but I saw it. I'll give you an hour before I'm going to have to fend off other people showing up. I appreciate it. And she steps outside. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> what the f- Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go back to them and tell them, all right, I bought us an hour. Uh, in this time, I think I have shouldered the spear and I have gotten out the submachine gun. Uh, and I've loaded up my cold iron bullets. 
let's see if this does any damage. And I'm going to aim for the closest cluster of them and take some shots, I guess. Uh, roll act under pressure. Oh, good. My God, I have a plus two that got me to six. You fire off a couple of bullets and they scatter. Again, it doesn't seem like anything is happening to them, but the noise is startling them. And five of them rush at you and you feel them grab your legs and your arm. And one of them jumps around your neck and there is a flash of light and then Tass is gone. Um, I'm going to turn on my EMF vision so that I can basically hopefully see these creatures if they since they seem magical. Yeah, you do. All of a sudden, when you switch it over, you see that there are about 75 now (laughs) and they are just all over the place. They are hanging from the ceiling. They are by your feet. They are kind of toying with the fire, um, but not being affected by it. Is there like a lot of water on the ground? Yeah. Uh, I basically want to use all the water that's on the floor to electrocute the nearest batch of these things near me. Oh, okay. Uh, so you want to try to get out of the water? Yeah. Yeah, you can try to climb up on one of the shelves. Uh, yeah, I'll do that. All right. So roll act under pressure. Uh, that's a 12. All right. So you get up on top of the shelf and you blast your electro blaster down into the water and you see it again wash through all of these gremlins and it doesn't seem to have any effect. Good Lord. Do they not have any weaknesses? They might have to be possessing something before we can do anything to them if they're like incorporeal. Point me at one. I'm just going to try to hit it with the hammer and see what happens. Great. Uh, I just go ahead and point down at a batch of them on the floor. TJ, roll help out and Jake, roll sharp. I got an 11 on help out. All right. What's that give me? I get you a plus one on your roll. Plus one. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so that brings me up to a five. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I point with perfect accuracy. <laughs> Jake goes up to swing his hammer. And TJ, you see that as he is going to do this, a bunch of the gremlins get around him and they drag their fingers on the ground. And Jake slams his hammer down onto the ground. And as he does, a portal opens up and his hammer goes in and he follows it and is gone. Ah, gosh. Um, Is there any way for me to try and grab one of these little screwballs? Yeah, I mean, roll, uh, roll tough to just try to grab one. Gotcha. Yeah, that's a three. Your hands pass right through. Crud. I like how, like, weirdly more G-rated you've gotten since we're not going to censor the F-word anymore. (laughs) And, like, now you want to say it real bad, but you know you want to say it real bad, so you replace it with... G-golly, mister! Yeah. (laughs) I guess, you know, I'm just going to scream to these things... Just take me, you little screwball. Uh, You see a couple of them climb into some toys and leap off the shelf in your direction. I'm going to electroblast them. All right. uh, Roll kick some ass. How's a 13 suit ya? That hits. Uh, So you fry one of these things as it goes through the air. Uh, What is your extra effect? I want to take little harm in the doing. So you blast one of these out of the air with your electricity and the stuffed animal that it was in fries, uh, and you take two points of damage, not armor defeating, as the other three hit you, uh, one at the thigh, one at the small of the back, and one of them lands on your head and starts climbing around inside of a giant stuffed spider. I want to grab the giant stuffed spider and throw it off of me. All right, roll act under pressure. Damn! How about another 15? And since I have advanced uh, act under pressure mm-hmm. and, and I can do something super perfectly or add an extra oh, yes. whatever, can I add an extra thing sure. and 
as I throw this thing, it knocks a bunch of the other ones back away from me. Yeah, so you grab the spider on your head and you throw it almost like a boomerang so its legs flail <laughs> out as it flies down and it knocks the other two toys that have attacked you and you see that the gremlins get knocked out of all three of these toys. Gotcha, and I'm going to run for it. Okay, where are you running? I'm running out the front door. All right, uh, roll act under pressure. Not as good, but still all right. How about a nine? So you can get out the front door, but you're going to drag some toys with you that are possessed, or you are going to run past a couple of the people who are outside and you know that they're going to be in harm's way, or you're going to take a couple of hits as you go. I'm going to drag some of these toys with me, I think. All right, so you come like Ace Ventura (laughs) out of this burning building that is filled with water, and there are three toys just right behind you. There is a fire truck that is shooting real fire. There is a toy soldier uh, who is pointing his bayonet at the people that he passes by. And there is a Snoopy snow cone machine that is throwing ice balls at people. (laughs) I'm going to yell to the fire guys, blast them. Um... (laughs) They're not ready. They're like, whoa. Yeah, right. (laughs) They put everything away. Um, Please make him roll manipulate someone. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. Roll manipulate (laughs) someone. Uh, I don't remember what your charm's like, but I don't think it's good anymore. No, (laughs) definitely not. Oh, God. It's a a five. All right. Uh, You say blast them, and they're all like, what are you talking about? Uh, They're all back by their truck. Uh, TJ, roll cool. That's a nine. Now that you are outside away from everything, this pain feels pretty bad. You feel like you need a werewolf serum. You'll get a minus one if you don't take one, but you don't have to take one. I feel like in the heat of the moment of running away from these toys and, oh, I don't want to take one and I'll take the minus one. You see that the toys start attacking the police officers and the firefighters. I want to try and help them by blasting them. Okay, roll kick some ass. Uh, uh, Eleven. All right, what's your extra effect? I want to take less harm. Uh, so you blast the snow cone machine, uh, and it fires a ice ball at you, but you're able to dodge aside, and it misses you. Uh, you see that one of the cops has gone down, uh, and the toy soldier has got its bayonet in their calf muscle, and that there are three firefighters running from the fire truck that is spitting fire at them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, talk about dog bites man, right? <laughs> or man bites dog? I, I don't know the saying. Anyway, um... <laughs> That's very Ron Burgundy. Yeah. <laughs> when in Rome. <laughs> um, I'm going to go after the bayonet soldier. All right. Roll kick some ass. Dang. That's a 14. What's your extra effect? I want to go ahead and give myself plus one forward. So you blast the tiny soldier off of the cop's leg and it melts and you see that the goblin gets knocked out of it. Okay. And as you turn, you notice that the toy fire truck has the three firefighters cornered by the real fire truck. Gotcha. I'm going to go ahead and blast the fire truck then. All right. Roll kick some ass. Uh, 11. What is your extra effect? Take less harm. So you blast the fire truck and it as well melts as the flame gets closer to them. It dies away and everybody outside is safe. Nice. And then I assume the, the gremlin that's in that one also pops out of it as well. Correct. So you're standing outside and everybody is safe, but you can see that the three gremlins are milling around in the parking lot. Like, are they just chilling out? Yeah, they're just kind of taking around, taking a smoke break. Yeah, they're just investigating things and they're kind of snickering at each other and kicking rocks and poking at bugs and stuff. Okay. um, is there like a shiny object nearby that I could find? 
Yeah, I mean, there's the mirrors on the cop cars and on the fire truck. Gotcha. Um, uh, is there a rock I could borrow? <laughs> from, you gotta... who, from who, Mother Gaia? Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the cops just goes, here, take mine, and pulls out a perfect rock. <laughs> uh, the female detective walks up. Um, who are you? Where'd Jake go? Oh, you, you know Jake? Uh, well, long story short, he got sucked into a dimensional portal. So uh. I'm his friend, Tej. Uh, and I offer a hand. She shakes it real confused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, are you a sidekick? Kind of. Yeah. Let, we'll, we'll just say, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I want to show you something real quick and I want to take my goggles off and I want to give them to her and I need you to look at those three things over there. Yeah. She puts them on and she looks She's like, oh, okay. So this is the things that are possessing the toys. Yes. I need something shiny, and the only thing I can think of is a mirror or anything that might be shiny. For me? Yeah. I don't have a mirror. Uh, she goes over to her car, and she pulls out a compact and hands it to you. Great. Thank you so much. Um, uh, You don't mind if I break this, do you? For what purpose? I'm going to try and attract these things with shiny objects. I think they're curious, and I think they like shiny things. Okay. Uh, so I step on her compact and break it. Okay, it breaks. Gotcha. And then I'm going to take the, the shards and I'm going to make a trail of them. To where? To the inside of the store. So you're trying to lead them back inside? Yes. Uh, Yeah. So you lay them down on the ground and the three gremlins start to follow them. And everyone else outside sees the pieces of glass start to levitate as the gremlins kind of pick them up. And they're, they're just heading back into the store? Yeah. I mean, they're just following you. Okay. I'm just going to bring them back inside with the rest. And I don't know what I'm going to do from here because I don't know where my friends are. <laughs> I'm lost. I want to essentially build a ghost trap, but for gremlins using reflective surfaces and any contraption within this here toy store. All right. Roll weird science. Uh, that is the most amazing number ever, uh, which is 11. All right. So what is your requirement? Uh, so I think I will have it require a large amount of power. Uh, so where are you going to get this power from? Well, the power that I'm going to use, I think, will be off of the fire truck. Hear me out. Fire trucks put out a lot of water whenever they're full on spraying a fire. So... I'm going to just hook up the fire hose to the machine. I'm going to basically runs off of a fire truck hose. So you're using the PSI of the water. Correct. Okay. Nice. All right. So yeah, you create this device. Uh, describe it to me. It looks like a box, but it has like a, a mirror ball on it. And as it powers up, it shoots out beams from the mirrors and it traps non-corporeal things in it. And so it like draws them in. Correct. Okay. All right. So where are you putting it at? I'm going to walk into the middle of the, the store and I'm going to put it right there in the middle. All right. And then you're going to walk out and activate it. Do you have to activate it from there? Uh, I can just tell them to turn it on from, from the truck. All right. Uh, so I think roll act under pressure to get in and get out and get this thing running where you want it. You got it. Please help me. Uh, 12. You get your extra effect then. Yeah. What is your extra effect? As I'm taking this thing in and I'm seeing all these little gremlin 
glowy thingies all about me. Some of them are curious about this thing. And also, why the hell is this guy doing this? So I feel like they would try and come at me to to get at this thing. And so as I'm running in to put this down, I notice that there's a ripstick. The... <laughs> <laughs> the caster board of my youth from college uh, just lying on one of the shelves and I grab it and I surf my way in and because of all the water on the floor it looks like I'm actually surfing and uh, so then I do a sweet 180 on this as I drop it on the floor and these things are coming at me and I'm spraying water in their face and uh, giving them the the old fingeroo, and then uh, <laughs> and then I'm heading out the door like right. a champ. So TJ <laughs> comes skidding out of the toy store, and the fireman turns on the hose, and the whole building fills with light. And through your goggles, you can see all of the gremlins being sucked into this machine. They come ripping off of the shelves, off of the ceiling, out of toys, and as it powers down, it closes, and you don't see any more inside of the building. There's a moment, and then there is an explosion of light, and Tass and Jake fall out of the ceiling onto the wet ground next to the trap. Where were you two? No time has passed for you guys. What, what do, you, do you mean? What are you talking about? Guys, I've been here for like years trying to get you back. What? Yes. What it's, the hell? You guys were gone for years. How I'm gonna, long? I'm, I'm going to demand to manipulate someone <laughs> roll to see if I buy this. Um, what year is it? <laughs> How long have I been sleeping? Now, you guys were like, I assume, gone for like a second, right? I mean, yeah, this things jumped on me and then I hit the ground. What is happening? Uh, well, yeah, they, they sucked you through a portal and I assume whatever they took you into, wherever you exit from, it seems like to you it's only been a few seconds, but to me it's been like a couple minutes. So the scene fades out on the three of you having this conversation as the water cuts out in the toy store. We see you come outside and talk to the detective. She thanks you and the three of you load this very large trap into the back of Jake's car to take back for storage. And we are back at TJ's subterranean lair as you guys are wheeling in this giant trap. Rev, do me a favor. Yeah. Don't open this. Oh, what is this now? We're just creating a menagerie <laughs> of discomfort around Rev. <laughs> it's it's just 70, 80 gremlins. Like, don't get them wet and don't feed them? No. Close enough for horse shows and hand grenades. Did you say horse shows? Horse shows. He did say horse shows. <laughs> show horses are coming. We gotta do a show. But if we figure out where their home is at any point, let me know. I have a job to do still. It, me? Uh, just if it if it if you happen to stumble upon it in your readings. Oh, okay. Don't devote energy to it. Okay. Right. Uh, you want some subway or something, bud? You've been down here a while. Have I, you seen the sun lately? I haven't. He hasn't even cooked the steak yet. Well, I didn't want to take food away from Allie. <laughs> That's the alligator. Isn't yeah, it, it is. Good. Oh, I thought you meant like Kirsty Allie. Yeah, she's she's down here too. <laughs> This is where she's been hiding all these years. <laughs> I was going to say, nobody can confirm or deny what Kirstie Alley is up to nowadays. She could be living in the sewer for all we know. God. <laughs> it's been a while since we've uh, had a Kirstie Alley show. It's been like 40 episodes. Yeah. So I think that before you guys go out on this next adventure, we're not going to do end of adventure experience for every one of these little things, uh, but I am going to give you guys eight gear points in case you want to buy anything. You've completed two adventures. Uh, they're not really experienced for this. 
uh, but you are still getting things done, so they give you some gear points. Is there any shopping anybody wants to do before you head out on the next adventure? I'll go ahead and buy uh, two batteries, which I used during this last adventure. All right. For my uh, goggles. Okay. And uh, you still have a minus one ongoing because you desperately want a werewolf serum. And uh, real cool. That would be a six. How many gear points do you have left? I have six gear points. Uh, you also buy three werewolf serums. Anybody else? Uh, yeah, I want a kind of mundane item okay. um, based off of what we just did. I just want to get a really good quality uh, hiking headgear lamp, headlamp. Have on my forehead, turn on, and still be able to use both hands to fight. Yeah, so that'll just be one gear point. Cool. Jake? Can I buy a shield? Uh, yeah, I think that you can get like a steel shield. It would give you one point of armor. Of course, it's not going to protect against everything, but it would cost your car was what? It was four base and then like variable points for tags, uh-huh. like one to three, depending on how cool the tag was. OK, so let's say six points, uh, four for the base item and then two points to get a point of armor, since really the only way you can get armor is by taking a move. Mm hmm. And uh, yeah, so it'll give you plus one armor against things that metal will stop. Okay. There isn't any like, I guess, I don't know. Does IPT have any cool materials? Do they have like a cooler metal than just steel like adamantium or mithril? Or- uh, no, I mean, I mean, IPT right now is... In disarray. Yeah. The only cool metal that you know of, you know who has it. Oh, yeah. Strom. Um, we still have some questions we can use for her too, don't we? It's true. Uh, I think I'll hold off for the moment. Okay. I think I'll wait until we get everything kind of back sorted so that I can maybe pursue an even better shield. Okay. Once IPT has some time that they could devote to me to talk about it. All right. Uh, So what do you guys want to do next? Let's see. Strike murderous toy store from the list. (laughs) Missing hunters, highway robberies, grave robbers, car crash bridge. I like car crash bridge. I will also take car crash bridge for 500. Car crash bridge it is. Both of you roll your beginning of mystery moves. Not me. I didn't do my job. Accurate. Here I go. Jake, you sit on your hands. (laughs) I always am. Oh, my God. All right. First fail of these. That's a six. And I level up. All right. So what are you going to take? I think I'm going to take another chosen move. And the one I want to take is called the big entrance. When you make a showy entrance into a dangerous situation, roll cool. On a 10 plus, everyone stops to watch and listen until you finish your opening speech. On a 7 to 9, you pick one person or monster to stop, watch, and listen until you finish talking. On a miss, you're marked as the biggest threat by all enemies who are present. (laughs) All right. I think that's just too good to pass up because it affects monsters. There are very few kind of mind-affecting, charm-esque things that affect monsters, so I like that a lot. All right. And what does the fail get you on your pre-adventure move? On a miss, something bad is going to happen to you. Tash, you try to open your sight, and you're suddenly sitting in the passenger seat of a car. And right as you get your bearings, it veers to the side, and it breaks through the guardrail and slams into the river below. And then you're on the road again. And the car jerks sideways. You plummet off the side and slam into the water. And again, and again, and again. And every time it happens, it's like the first time. You're not expecting it. Every crash is a surprise. But then you hit the water and you don't cycle back. You stay there as the car starts to slowly sink. And you start screaming as water fills the car. And you look over into the driver's seat and you see yourself in the driver's seat. 
clutching the steering wheel, blood streaming down your face from where you have hit the steering wheel. And this bloodied version of you turns and looks at you and starts laughing as the car slowly sinks below the water. Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Graham Shapiro is a decent man. Gideon Media's hit sci-fi thriller, Give Me Away, returns. There's a lot of people screaming in that prison right now. So scream me. Just know up front, I'm going to have input. What happened? Are you all right? Dad. Tell us everything. It seems like you want to scare us into thinking you're going to let us starve. But should your treatment of us ever cause this decent man to let me off the leash again, anything is possible. Give me away season two, starting April 11th.